I'm going to guess what number this is, Josh. Um, eight, nine. Eleven. Eleven. Wow. Eleven. I would not have guessed that. We didn't well, celebrate. I mean, I would eventually. You would have. I just kept incrementing. Yep. And, and <laughs> that's right. You would eventually get We didn't celebrate 10 last week. That's okay. That's right. That's all right. We can celebrate 11. We'll celebrate. 11 is a prime number to, to uh, celebrate. There you go. <laughs> Math joke. <laughs> Those always go over big. <laughs> yeah. A lot of gun guys are math guys. <laughs> Um, my my wife and daughter will appreciate that response because <laughs> <laughs> they do the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah, that's great, Dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's funny in some <clears throat> way. <laughs> it kills in the engineering community. <laughs> <laughs> You're big in the engineering community, right? Man. Right. You're huge. Twitter Twitter following everything. Pi Day is coming up. Friday is coming. No, out. no, Pi Day. Oh, March, pi. March 14th, 314. Pi. That, oh, yeah. 3.1415926. That's right. That snuck up on me this year. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's it's the same day every year, but yet it keeps sneaking up on me. I don't know why that is. Pi yeah. Day. What do you do during Pi Day? <laughs> oh, well, okay. So, kind of a, a long story made extremely short. <laughs> Because you um, only have 45 minutes. you got to go engineer somewhere. Right. Uh, so <laughs> several years, years ago, a nerd friend of uh, of mine and I um, created this thing called Nerd Lunch, where okay. um, just friends that we have in the area who are nerds about anything, mm-hmm. um, we get together and we don't do anything work-related or whatever. We just chat, have a good time, talk about nerd stuff, cool, whatever. And like uh it. And and it's and I even made a Facebook page about it too, so we could all so kind of keep keep in touch with each other. Okay. Uh, it's called Nerd Lunch, but um, <laughs> not that I'm promoting that. Uh, but y- you asked, so anyway, um, and it's not like math nerds, engineering nerds, something like that. That the other nerd friend of mine, uh, he works for a law firm. Okay. Um, there's someone there that comes who's a, a real estate nerd. Right. Uh, someone who uh, is uh, like a travel agent, so. Travel nerd, you know, okay. and my wife has come, who's a baking nerd. So mm-hmm. the, the the rule was, it's not uh, <laughs> it's not nerd like people think. Like, you know, like I'm a nerd. It's yeah. just if you're a nerd about something, yeah, you're invited. So gotcha. pretty much means everyone's invited. <laughs> I bet. Well, I bet it's really uh, challenging not to. Yeah, no, our our <laughs> studio's falling apart. <laughs> If you hear rattling in the background, that's me trying to fix the recording thing that just fell. You know, you put some adhe- you put some adhesive on something, you expect it to stay. But I think it's going to be all right right there. So I bet it's challenging to go to these, go to your meetings, not and not talk about your nerd corner. You know what I mean? Engineering, uh, talking to a travel guy might. I don't know what what happens. This is an unknown caller calling again. I've got all kinds <laughs> of unknown caller friends. No, I mean that's that's really how all the conversation starts. Is that we just start talking about our own respective nerd things and see mm-hmm. where the conversation. So like we released pod- another podcast this week. Yes, episode eight. Episode eight. But the kicker is, uh, we haven't released six and seven yet. Right. We're kind of doing it in a Star Wars way, is what I what I there you go. Figured, you I know, love we're it. releasing. 
later episodes before we do the earlier episodes. But it'll it'll be great because now we can say we're releasing the prequel. That's right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So we're going to go with the that. origin story of episode eight. <laughs> we will go with that. We won't go with I started um, editing a podcast and I thought it was <coughs> six, but it was actually eight. Uh, we won't go with that. Right. Uh, we'll go with your story. That I like, works. I like that better. Yeah. You know what? I was listening to it. It was it's pretty funny. You and I were in really good <laughs> moods that day. For so, it, we were just cracking, man. It was really, it was a. I enjoyed. It. And what's even more fun is to listen to things that you have recorded and you have totally forgotten that you were. Yep. You know, it's like listening to two different people. Right. With a slight memory of what you said and what you did. Especially because our voice doesn't sound the same when it's coming from an external source right. that does when it's in our own head. Right, that's Bone right. production and everything. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but there, there, I, what I miss, what I've seen in, um, uh, what I've heard in listening to the podcast as opposed to being live is that you crack up a lot more than I, than I perceive in, in real life or in, while we're recording. There's a couple of, thing, couple of times you just kind of almost – kind of seem like you've leaned over and put your hands on your knees and just <laughs> chocolate is really it's good I love it. it makes me feel like i'm funnier than i really am so. you know that's why i do it <laughs> i appreciate it very much okay so we did release eight and i, I think, think it's a good one have you listened to it again yet josh not yet i've listened to all the other ones okay. but i haven't got to eight yet it's a it's a it's a funny one i i encourage whenever you get time to do that um we, oh i like this you click it you click it and it goes away. That's fantastic. My my checklist thing here. Uh, we use Anchor mm-hmm. as our podcast um, vehicle, I guess. What you'd say, uh, uh, and it makes it really easy to mm-hmm. to do a podcast. Uh, I like it because it automatically transitions over to Spotify, which is what that's I use. Right, absolutely. And I think I think we're they Anchor puts you on different platforms mm-hmm. you don't have to do a thing and they put you on platforms and one of them is spotify yeah and i think i think on apple apple podcast too i believe that we're on apple podcast so one of those two spotify or apple are probably the more fa- you know popular ones mm-hmm. um so you can always find pensacola shooting sports at marcus point baptist church on those two uh those two platforms um in Anchor, I think for the serious podcasters, it probably looks like a you know generic toy mm-hmm. that they wouldn't touch, and that's that's fine. We are who we are, you yeah. know what I mean. We're not gonna. <clears throat> if it wasn't for Anchor, we probably wouldn't have a podcast because we can barely, you know, edit them and get <laughs> get them out. So, um, but so we're thankful for for, for Anchor. Uh, and my goodness, there's eighty seven thousand ratings on Anchor. Um, app 4.9 out of 5 I don't hmm. I mean that is a really high rating yeah. and a lot of uh, a lot of ratings so uh, it's it's good you can actually record in there you can record in anchor right we may try that one one time just to see what it yeah. what it's like don't know um Josh we had class last night yep and I was not able to we make it missed you very much mm-hmm. um I didn't tell anybody you weren't going to be there, and this is the first thing that I said whenever everybody got in. I said, I am so glad I didn't tell anybody that Josh wasn't going to be here because because nobody would have shown up. I'm telling you, it was so funny. About five or six stood up, and they started walking towards the door. (laughs) It was hilarious. I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) It was was really good. 
they wouldn't come if you weren't going to be there. If they knew you weren't going to be there, they may not have come. So anyway, um, good class, man. We had 16 or 17 people last night, and we went over about 10 minutes, and, oh, wow. and we had to stop um, because of the discussions that, that we were having. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that just for a little bit. Okay. Um, but there's a couple thing, couple people I wanted to thank. Chris brought some batteries. Let me show, let me show you to him. <laughs> let me show them to you. Is what I'm there you go. So the, the, there's there's a whole sixty pack, pack button cell batteries. There you go. Is what I'm looking at for people who can't see. And he got them at a tractor, uh, trader, or whatever. Look mm-hmm. at the price tag on that thing. Yeah. Like three. Was it three dollars and fifty nine cents? Three dollars and fifty nine. Sixty batteries. Flat batteries yeah. and all. Kind. Anyway, so thank you for Chris. He 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 bought that for the club for specifically for the. Airsoft part, mm-hmm. uh, and for red dots oh, for the and electric. things like that. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. 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 And we have we also the class <coughs> also has a um, uh, training gun, that little green gun with the laser on it. Okay. And we used that during the um, during the uh, airsoft training too, and it was a really nice tool to to have. Uh, people really like that. So thanks, Chris, for 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 supplying those batteries. Speaking of airsoft. Um, Earlier this week, I happened to run across a couple of Bass Pro Shop gift cards that uh, I had forgotten about from Christmas's past. Nice. Um, they were like under stuff that hadn't been moved or whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, like, my first thought was, dude, I know I can't get <laughs> ammo and stuff right now, but I bet I can get something airsoft at Bass wow. Pro Shop online um, with mm. my gift cards. And so I, you know, went 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 to the website and everything. Their limit, their uh, selection of airsoft was. Um, not not that great is that right yeah i was surprised i wonder if they're they're out of inventory or they just don't carry that much stuff i, th- I think it's just that they don't carry that much mm. stuff i've got good news for you What's that? last night uh one of the guys that was attending said he went to brass pro shop last sunday after mm-hmm. church and he bought 500 dollars worth of ammo oh wow they had so he got it. one box of nine millimeter yeah <laughs> <laughs> see now that is hilarious josh that is funny <laughs> He got actually got th- three boxes because you know th- right. it's not that expensive. He uh, he, I don't want to go over the whole thing. Basically, what he said was he walked in the door. They uh, if he applied for a credit card, he got so much money. If he got accepted in the cre- for the credit card, he got so much money. Mm-hmm. And then there was some some other type of thing. So he 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 started out with like a hundred dollars right with this credit card, which. We do not promote at all, and I said that in <laughs> class last night. So we, you know, Don and I got out of debt, except for the house, several years ago. Right. We do not get credit cards, but I may have gotten that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? To get a hundred dollars towards ammo. Yeah. Uh, so he he did all that. He went upstairs where the ammo is. Didn't see anything on the shelves. He had to ask, and they keep all the the I don't know if it's all the ammo or the popular ammo behind the counter so if you were just cruising through josh yeah. and not talking about it, you'd think they didn't have anything they uh-huh. had pallets of nine millimeter i can't they had a whole bunch of nine millers right. as much as he wanted and he ended up uh, getting the shotguns nine millimeter some rifle ammo spent five hundred dollars that's including the however much he you know so they're probably just trying to prevent a run on it i guess yeah. i guess so point is you might be able to go over there and get some ammo with that uh interesting you know with your cards well i'm glad they didn't have any airsoft yeah that's right <laughs> you might i remember what you were doing with those cards you were saving up for 365 oh that's right, right? yeah remember uh sig well, 
or was probably it? at one time yeah but i had forgotten that i had them mm -hmm. and they're obviously <laughs> still they don't go bad do they i don't think so good very good they didn't smell funny <laughs> see i love it i love it I, I it's the unexpected that i think is funny i would never have expected that i'm having such a hard time with this android keeping it turned on Josh, oh my, i can change that setting for you real my, quick my checklist is 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 in there and i don't know how to how to get to it so uh chris again thank you for that for those batteries and um i wanted to i had everybody sign uh a connection card last night and fill it out just so we can mm -hmm. make sure that we have everybody's name on the roll because for, for the for the longest time for the last several weeks I was just filling it out and putting just numbers in there instead of names so I wanted to do names so I wanted to really quick thank these people for showing up last night Matt showed up last night Michael showed up last night Chris showed up last night I'm not doing last names because some of them may be right. wanted from the F FBI and we don't want Another Chris showed up. Chris and Jadell showed up last night. Steve was there last night. Kevin was there last night. Thank you, Kevin, for being there. All right. It should be right. 10 minutes before it goes off. Thank you very much. I'll mess it up. I'll guarantee you I have a way of doing it. Uh, Steve and Melissa were there. Les and Michelle were there. Carl was there. These two. I love it. Anthony was there. Big Anthony. Mm -hmm. And little Anthony, yep, were there last night. Uh, little Anthony, uh, we we deemed him the Unabomber now. Yes, because the hoodie, the hoodie that yep. he wore during airsoft training. Um, I'm just trying to get him to say something. He has not said one word in that class. I'm just trying to get him to say. Like my daughter. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not calling her a Unabomber, but he, <laughs> he he wore that hoodie last <clears throat> night during the entire class. Mm -hmm. And he's doing the same thing, even though I call him Unabomber. Anyway, Amber was there. <laughs> Amber and Estafio. 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 Sorry, dude. Sure. That's his name. Estafio. I'm, I'm so sorry. Amber's husband was there. <laughs> Bonita was there. That's your friend, yep, right? Yep. Well, I mean, uh, they're all my friends. Right. <laughs> Benita, Benita is one that comes in and says, is Matt coming here today? She's, y'all, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's all. So we had, whatever that is, 16 or 17 people. Very happy with the, with the turnout. Um, and we also, I also wanted to, uh, I told you, I told you I was going to be able to mess it up somehow, Joshy. Yeah. So, um, we also had. It shouldn't be doing that. Our <laughs> is my tablet's turning off, and then that's where I have my. Uh, oh, I my know why. Nose. Because you set it down on the power button. Oh, that's what happened. I knew I was going to find a way <laughs> instead of the. Instead of where it charges. Gotcha. There we go. That should do it. Um, I just leaned over and got my no got got some other information. So let me talk about what we did in class last night. Okay. And. We will go from there. Um, we went over again that we are going to be doing airsoft practice training Saturday mornings from 8 till about noon. If you show up between 8 and 9, we'll stay to noon. Uh, we had it last weekend, which was the 20th. This weekend, the 27th. Are you going to be able to make that one, Josh? Good um, morning. I'll be there this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday, right. Uh, I'm not sure about the next one. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds 
good. And that is um, so this Saturday the 27th and then the 6th. So we have um, committed to those dates. And we're just going to take it out after that. We'll make some more dates. And perhaps the podcast will be out in a timely manner at some form where these dates will make sense mm-hmm. uh, and be helpful. We talked about the goal of airsoft training, safety and education, right? Chris yeah. put it very simply. He said last night, uh, safety and education uh, for real guns as well. Not just, you know, that's why we're there. We right. probably wouldn't be just shooting airsoft guns, although that seems like it'd be fun, but it's all really to transition over to real guns. Um, and why now? Why are we doing it now? We talked about the financial part of buying mm-hmm. ammo. That's really the biggest part right. of it. Plastic BBs are in pretty good supply, yep. but not very expensive. Right. And super easy to reload. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, we, we we were picking them up from the floor <laughs> and putting them back in the box. If they if they weren't uh, damaged, yep. we'd put them right back in the in the container. Can't do that with with live ammo. Cannot, can, but it don't work. It doesn't work very well. It doesn't work very well. Okay, there's my list. All right, <coughs> so uh, comfort and financial. So Jay Dell was there last last um, Saturday, and she's the perfect candidate for this airsoft training because she's not. as comfortable as she wants to be around a real firearm Mm -hmm. and she was flattering and said that it was it was very helpful for her to 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 to, um be more comfortable one more one more step towards being more comfortable and confident with a firearm yep uh we last night we also talked about some alternatives uh have you ever heard of the mantis x yes don has one right Mm mm-hmm did you have you used that yeah he brought it in once uh a while back and let us all try it. it's really cool it is really cool uh mantis x2 mantis x3 and a mantis x10 is what i researched last night the x2 is 150 dollars x3 176 x10 250 that's just with a quick search that i did at the time this podcast was recorded that's right probably five (laughs) years ago (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and for those who don't know the mantis x is a is a uh, a training tool that you hook up to your uh, to whatever uh, firearm you want to use it with and uh, what it does is it, it tracks the motion uh, of you pulling the trigger um, you know how, how the gun moves while you're shooting it stuff yeah. like that and you can either do it in dry fire scenarios or in live fire scenarios if you want to actually track um, real recoil and stuff like that so one of those things that it, it gives you data that you wouldn't otherwise get um, just by practicing a firearm without it absolutely the data is invaluable because the data that that you that a coach gives or an instructor gives um in real time is 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 good if Mm -hmm. if, you know if it's a good coach or good instructor but it's also just visual you know what i mean with this you have a readout uh a line um a graph if you will of what has happened if you're Pulling from a holster, it follows the barrel mm-hmm. from holster to before, during trigger pull, at trigger pull, after trigger pull, during recoil, and all that. And that, get, like you said, mm-hmm. perfectly said it. But that data, if you use it, can really jumpstart your training. Right. No question. And it looks like a light. It fits on a rail. It fits on your rail and. You know, it's it's very simple to use. It can get complex if you want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some interface with it where you can challenge other people and, and all kinds of fun stuff. But great training tool. 
we also talked about the laser max guide rod laser sight and associate or and products like that mm-hmm. right around 239 dollars 240 dollars fits into your barrel you use your gun just right. like you would with the mantis x <coughs> so great training alternatives right yeah very good i actually got a text from someone in the in the gun class last night mm-hmm. and uh she said i think i'm gonna have to get an airsoft pistol is that right <laughs> yeah all right not a gun owner yet okay but wants to be okay and uh, has you know talked to me about learning more about it going to the range stuff great. like that fantastic um, and uh yeah that's great that, oh, that's what we want that's success you know yep. that's that's why we started that right fantastic fantastic and you know we're i mean even if, if she never buys a firearm that's okay you know yeah. what i mean she's doing something that she maybe wants to get involved with and some people just do airsoft and that's all they do they yeah compete and play a game with it and all that awesome fantastic so advantages and disadvantages of some of these are that some of them you have to use a um, replica gun mm-hmm. some of them you use your gun and adapt uh, the uh, the product to your gun which is always beneficial I think you yeah know, having your gun so uh, so that's that uh, any comments Josh on on, uh, on that type of um, training anything nope. at all last thing we talked about was situational awareness okay I played a video from I always forget that guy's name, man. Uh, oh, the active self-protection? Active self-protection. If you've never seen it, you need to go <laughs> on YouTube and look at active self-protection. This guy um, was getting out of his car, going into his apartment, and he got robbed. It's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Got robbed. He had, he gave up his keys. He, he was compliant uh, to this, this robber. And the guy drove off in his car. That was a simple, and the video was over. So we talked about what could have happened and what he did. Was it right? Was it wrong? And there's so many. Uh, Mike is a ex-Marine, and he brought up some really good points that it was take to take too long to go through right here. Mm-hmm. But he brought up points that none of us thought of. Only a person that has been trained with a firearm with some intense training has that mindset. Mm-hmm. And he brought up some very, very good points. Just one of them I'll, I'll, I'll say. Okay, yes, he said uh, uh, being compliant was probably the best thing to do. But what if he had his family in the apartment? Right. And what if this guy that was getting the car decided or already knew that he was not going to just get the car. He was going to go into the house. Mm -hmm. What then? Would you want to be compliant? Not necessarily, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be – you're not going to say, here's the keys – to the door that opens and my wife and daughter are in that door. You're not going to, that's a total different mindset, right? Mm -hmm. None of us thought of that except for him. Yeah. None of us, because we, it was, we knew that it was in the apartment and he was going into his apartment. You know what I mean? I thought, man, that is why we watch these things. Yeah. You know, and talk about them. And he walked us through, actually, this was after class. So we're going to do it next week. Hopefully you can be there to to see this. He's going to walk us through alternatives to what we talked about in class about what what this guy could have done mm-hmm. um, instead of just being compliant. <clears throat> cool. So yeah, so that it, that's always a highlight of the you know people love 
walking through these scenarios and things. Right. So that's why we went about five or ten minutes over last last week. Yeah. Well, it, it's helpful too because it sees an, an actual. You see an actual real world event, uh, and you get to see how other people responded in the moment. Right. And debug it. Yep. Somebody somebody frequently asks, "Is that real? Are those videos real? What is your response to that?" They're all taken from like security camera footage and stuff like that. So there is nothing that's, uh, as far as I know, there's nothing that's staged on it unless he expressly says that it has been. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, the the guy who does that channel, I can't remember his name either, but I don't know where he gets all his material or or if mm-hmm. people just send him stuff all the mm-hmm. time. But you know, it, it's always, you know, usually a security camera in a Seven Eleven or. Right. A, um, you know, or, or someone's phone taking a video of uh, shooting on the street or something like that. Right. And uh, he gets to just pause and take you through it step by step. Mm-hmm. I, I think people, I think both. I can, he, he looks, I think, and people send him stuff because he's mm-hmm. always, he's frequently crediting people from, yeah. uh, for sending <clears throat> it in. Um, so, Josh, one more thing. Okay. Um, the, the airsoft attendees from last Saturday was Chris Jadel, Big Anthony, Little Anthony, Hayden slash Justin Bieber, same <laughs> guy, and myself. I was there. So we had a really good time. It was fun. Um, and um, hopefully uh, we will continue to get people to, to show up and, and, and train. Cool. Sounds like a lot of yeah. fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to you being there as well. What do you what are you thinking about today, Josh? Man, it's been crazy busy. You have uh, been busy. The engineering stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I always tell people, you know, twenty twenty with all the lockdowns of the pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. you you would think that um you know, the the engineering world would have would have followed suit, but it just got it just exploded mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the things was well, we had you know a couple hurricanes, and yeah. um, we were already still recovering from another hurricane, right. you know, Hurricane Michael in 2018, and then Hurricane Sally in 2020. Uh, but uh, you know, so there's always thing uh, things that have to be repaired. But also, I think when people started having to work from home, they start looking around their house and thinking, you know mm-hmm. what, it'd, it'd be nice to add on or you know change things around a bit. Mm-hmm. Need engineering to do that, right? And so. Man, it's just ex- 2020 was my busiest year ever. Is that right? Yes. Wow. And it hasn't even slowed down. Mm, uh, mm, I told someone mm. yesterday, I'm about six months out. Oh my backlog goodness! Is that of work? Yeah. Wow. And uh, you good, know, good and bad, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's 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 good because it's job security. Yeah. Uh, I know I've been extremely blessed, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is helpful because engineers don't like the risk of starting businesses. Okay. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I, I, I should say engineers don't like risk. Okay. I didn't want to, I didn't, it took me about 15 years to, you know, get the courage to uh, start a business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was primarily because I was tired of asking my employer for permission to be a dad and a, a husband, you right, know, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. But um, you know, God mm-hmm. has blessed extremely well, and yeah. uh, I, I have no complaints. Well, look at look at look at your motive. Your motive was to be a better husband, father, mm-hmm. and to make time for things that that you find important, which I know are 
in line with what God wants for you and your family. So, yeah. you know, this podcast is a perfect example. I wouldn't have the opportunity to do this if I was employed right. with someone else. Right. But yeah. who's going to fire me? Me? <laughs> you probably won't. <laughs> I know your wife's not going to. She needs you on Saturdays too much. I right. Know. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, well, I'm, I'm thankful, you know, that, that, that our, schedules can meet and they're flexible enough to where mine is flexible to meet with yours Mm -hmm. most of the time nine out of ten times right we're able to to show up here at least for 45 minutes and yep and um and do a podcast today was a little crazy because my morning appointment went late here again another uh, big commercial building damaged by hurricane sally that that still has yet to be fixed wow Mm -hmm. and needs a lot of structural Mm. Uh, repairs to it and so i was there measuring and measuring and measuring Mm -hmm. crawling around Mm. downed uh uh metal you know i-beams is that right uh, (laughs) and and insulation that's still soaked and all. oh my god it's it's nasty but hey it's good work it is good work. i i enjoy that kind of stuff not the 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 messy part Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. the engineering part because i love engineering i know you do (laughs) Well, you're an engineer nerd. Yes. I mean, that's that's your that's your handle. Yep. Have you found a, a reason to get a um, a drone yet in the things that you've done in the last six months or so? Oh, totally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've got a few. I haven't got it yet, but I. <laughs> <laughs> if you wait long enough, maybe the Air Two will go on sale. Right. You know, <laughs> you can use it. Mainly, I just haven't had a free second to oh, devote to doing the research i want to, to before i buy one gotcha well <laughs> you know buy a I, second one but that's right <laughs> if you want me to you give me the word and i'll do the research for you but i think you probably know what the answer is already the air 2 seems to be the that's the, the one the, i'm leaning towards yeah yeah, yeah it seems because the camera is top notch mm-hmm. it's small foldable all that fun stuff yeah. and it's dji so it's you know so all of you listening who are looking for a drone for engineering purposes the Mavic Air. That's right. That's right. Mavic Air Two. Mavic Air Two. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Josh, what? Uh, I know you got to go, man. Gosh, it's already eleven thirty. Um, have you thought about what the next learning block is going to be for um, Wednesday nights? Yes. Oh, oh, like after we finish the series we're doing now. I'm sorry. Oh. That's right. We we already had a class, didn't we? We tri- we stopped and we started. Um, where are we in that? In, in the in we're about halfway block. through the series okay. on the Federalist Papers. On the Federalist Papers, yeah, okay. and, and I say halfway through, not really knowing if it's halfway. Okay, uh, mainly, <laughs> mainly because, uh, well, there's I think there's 84 uh, essays in the Federalist My Papers. My goodness gracious! Okay, yeah, and we're not doing all 84. Okay, of them, you all know right. that. <laughs> not going to do 84 weeks of a series, um, uh, because also there's the Anti-Federalist Papers, um, uh, but. Okay. I, I say it's a deep dive. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily the deepest we can go into the Federalist Papers just right. because of the sheer length of the material. Yeah. But deeper than most people have. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even know what the Federalist right. Papers are That's or right. that they exist or let alone have read them right. or right. studied them because mm-hmm. um, they're, they're really something that you just can't, you know, sit down and read and mm-hmm. – you know, go about your day. It's something you really have to, like, read and reread and understand because it was all in um, – like uh, 
more proper English than okay. we're used to reading in like a newspaper article or something today. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Because they were they were formal essays that mm-hmm. were written, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the late 1700s. So a lot of King's English so and stuff like that. King James type of, as opposed to NIV kind of thing, maybe? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I think NIV, uh, you know, the, the groundwork was laid for it in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. 1900s. So, okay. um, <laughs> but uh, anyway... <laughs> But something that you have to read and reread and kind of digest. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I said, it, it's kind of a deep dive into it, but right. not not as deep as it could be. Right. Um, right. I'm 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 doing the really deep dive, mm-hmm. and then pulling out the like the main ideas right. from these, you know, okay. one or one or three, you know, one to five essays. Right. 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 At a time, mm-hmm. and and bringing those ideas out. Very good. Um, in, in our discussions there, but also, Excellent. you know, I, I want to at least give some attention to the Anti-Federalists too, because right. it's not like it was uh, good versus bad, or mm-hmm. you know, um, good versus evil, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Anti-Federalists had a lot of good arguments too, and uh, a lot of their information ended up being incorporated into the Bill of Rights, okay. uh, which is really important for us because our, our two favorites in the Bill of Rights are uh, First Amendment and Second Amendment, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and so it's important to. Um, not just look at at the ideology behind the, the you know the, the the Bill of Rights, right. but um, as a country, how we saw the importance of them and mm-hmm. why, you know, we had a constitution that needed to be added to um, mm-hmm. in, in that respect. So, gotcha. okay. a lot of good stuff. Wow. I have been enjoying it, and, and really the whole reason—not the whole reason, but mainly the reason I wanted to do this series on the Federalist Papers. Mm-hmm. Was to force myself okay. to read them and reread them and digest them and understand them so okay. that I could, you know, teach it or whatever. Right. But it's been something that's been on my bucket list for a long time. So you've never read the, you've never read them as much as you are now. Yeah, not all the way through okay. and not okay. not to the level of detail that I am now. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, so it's been it's been super helpful uh, for me. <laughs> when you're reading, do you are you literally you are reading? You're not uh, dynamic reading like listening and reading at the same time, or listening as you're driving, or how are you digesting it? It depends on the material. Okay. Uh, the Federalist Papers, mm-hmm. I can't listen to. Okay. Because it's really something you have, like, it, it takes a long time to get through one essay just because there's so, like, the density of the information in mm-hmm. one of those essays, just because mm-hmm. of the way they were written and everything, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. so much information yeah. in there and so much history, like, it's it's seeping wow. you know it's been soaked in history which and is good for people like you and people like you people like me <laughs> that's why we don't read it probably right. <laughs> and, and uh, you know that's why i i haven't read it in the past because mm-hmm. i just haven't devoted the time and that's what it necessary takes. to yeah. do it. and i've tried to you know mm-hmm. it, it it's in the public domain so mm-hmm. the federalist papers there's uh you know all kinds of uh, people who have done the audio version of the Federalist oh, Papers, okay, and okay. I've listened to that before. Uh-huh. I don't get near as much out of that. Gotcha. Right, However, right. I listen to podcasts all day long. I mm-hmm. listen to books on, uh, you know, like uh, Google Play Books mm-hmm. or Audible, mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just really depends on the material. If it's gotcha. deep material, I really have to kind of read it mm-hmm. slowly and digest it. You're probably whenever you're you're reading it slowly digest it. You're in a dedicated physical place doing that Mm -hmm. and if you're listening to something you're probably driving or walking or something else so you're a little you can be a little bit more distracted and still get a lot of the information right certainly can't do that with the federal federalist papers yep gotcha 
Gotcha. Similar, similarly to the Bible too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can I can listen to it uh, all day long and mm-hmm. not get as much out of it mm-hmm. as if I'm just sitting there. You know, I, mm-hmm. I I have the Bible up on one screen. I have all you know a bunch of other stuff that I, I look at at the same time mm-hmm. on another screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Maps. You know, if I mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things is reading uh, reading the the narrative in Scripture, but actually looking at the place where it happened on Google oh, Maps. Yeah. It makes it a whole lot more real to me. Sure. Because you know, a lot of the stuff still exists. Right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Mount Sinai still exists. The mm-hmm. uh, base of the altar where the Golden calf was built, still mm-hmm, exists, it's mm-hmm. fenced off. You know, uh, wow. you know, a lot of these things um, mm-hmm. still exist today, right, and you right. can look at them on Google Earth. And mm. like, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the coolest ones is uh, Absalom's pillar. You know, David's son Absalom. Right. Um, he, he built a pillar uh, t- to honor himself mm-hmm. in the Kingsdale. And <laughs> which guys are prone to do? Yeah, which guys are prone to mm-hmm. do? You know, and that still exists. You can go see it today. But the cool thing about that is that area is referred to other places in scripture mm-hmm. and so if you know where absalom's pillar is you know where these other events happen too. okay i see stuff like that just Very you know nice. i nerd out on that kind of mm-hmm. stuff all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's a I, that's a that's a great way of getting information there's uh i have a um i think it's on uh cd mm-hmm. uh something very similar to what you're talking about that, that there's reenactments that you can listen to yeah. you can read and it, it will point you to uh, a video of the place that they're talking about so you can just really get a lot of m- media information in a short period of time yeah uh, that to me it, it makes it more real because one of the things that whether we want to or not, I think subconsciously we, we kind of approach stories in the Bible as though they're stories and not that's right a narrative of of events that actually happen. Absolutely happened. true. Yeah. And uh, so doing that makes it more real to mm-hmm. me. Like that when when mm-hmm. we went through the series on Esther and the Gun Club, right? Um, I brought that and I started. We were in the you know on, on our video of Google Earth. We started in the parking lot of Marcus Point right. and zoomed out and watched us travel across That's the globe to Bible. So kind of like yeah. in our minds, subconsciously make that link. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus Point Baptist Church is a real place mm-hmm. that we're sitting now. Right. This is another real place mm-hmm. where other people were sitting and standing and walking and fighting. And, you know. <laughs> that is so And it good. still exists. Yeah. That's, you know, Josh, I got to tell you, that's the exact same mindset that I had prior to being saved and post being saved. Mm-hmm. That, I never objected to uh, 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 a Jesus or to Jesus or the Bible. Never objected, but I was just kind of indifferent to it. Mm-hmm. And I realized that after I was saved, after I realized that he was a real person, prior to that, I was thinking of him as being like a cartoon character mm-hmm. or some, or, or a ficti- like a Santa Claus, perhaps. Right. Until that one time, space, day mm-hmm. that it just snapped he was a real person yeah and this and then you start doing the research and you go man it changes your life and that is the understatement of the century (laughs) you know what i mean so (laughs) it's good to to like doing what you're doing and teaching us what you're teaching uh bring it to 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 real life because perhaps there's some people in class that were that are where i was you know Mm -hmm. not really knowing that you're viewing who jesus was as a fiction or a good story or whatever mm-hmm. until you realize until he, he, he touches your heart and realizes that uh, and you realize that he was a, a real being walking around yeah you know. and you know my, my main goal for the Bible studies um, other than making sure people 
have an understanding of the gospel is really just to kind of in, inspire an interest in mm-hmm. in the Bible because mm-hmm. it's not just a dead, dusty yeah. book of old stuff. It's alive and it's current right. and it's exciting mm-hmm. and, you know, it's mm-hmm. applicable to our lives in, in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, it's to me it's it's an exciting book and i didn't always have that mm. uh, that opinion because mm-hmm. you know i kind of had the you know the sunday school view mm-hmm. like it's a bunch of stories and fairy tales and right. you know right i go about my business the rest of the week yeah. <laughs> you know many times gosh i hate to say this, many times the bible is presented that way even mm-hmm. in very you know nice great awesome churches you know in, in teachers it's sometimes it's presented that way i love when it's presented in a way that's exciting and, and you do that for sure well, thanks dude i know you got to go yep I thank do. you josh for being here appreciate your fitting fitting it in okay oh yeah definitely right. this is one of my favorite parts of the week all right buddy me too <laughs> talk to you later talk to you later all right bye all right joshy thanks man
because it seems like <laughs> I kind of you know if you'd ask me I'd say yeah I'd like to go to Brazil uh-uh, I'm not going to Brazil <laughs> I mean nine out of ten of those videos this is from Brazil again <laughs> you know? and it's in plain sight during the day yeah <laughs> people just forget about it. <laughs>